Hey, good morning and welcome to the Fantasy Blink, a fantasy sports podcast. I am Brian Baines and I am your host. It is Tuesday, September 5th, episode number 649. Yep, coming out of the holiday weekend, coming out of Draft Central. Yep, drafts going on everywhere. Everybody wrapping it up, getting ready. The season is just two. Yes, count them, two days away. Yeah, the Kansas City Chiefs begin defense of their title on Thursday night at home against the Detroit Lions. We'll get into all of the previews of all of the games, but not yet. No, we've got we've got leagues to get into first. <clears throat> we've got to break them down, and we're starting with MSD today, a 12-team multi-sport dynasty, but uh, we'll get into that in a minute. Baseball playoffs are hot and heavy uh a absolute complete tie between trey and yk in uh, msd championship week uh they are in they are just starting well yesterday they started week two of a two-week final so this one's going to come down to the wire clearly also in week two of the roto ball return of the roto ballers uh, redraft league i am uh I'm down a little. I'm down, I think I'm down 4-8 four, four, to Mullen right now, but man, oh man, I uh, I was getting crushed all last week, uh, wasn't close, um, and was thinking it was only a one-week final, so I was kind of kind of almost ready to toss it in, and then all of a sudden, Saturday, you look up, Saturday, I've come back and I've actually taken the lead, so... Uh, yeah, we're close. I'm down 4-8, but uh, lots of lots of close categories in there, and it's actually a two-week final. So, <clears throat> yeah, we're ready to go. Uh, week two there. Uh, McBoys of Summer, they are now, we are now starting the two-week final. There it is, Anthony versus the Daddio. The Daddio with the huge comeback. On You know, he turned, completely flipped the categories from Friday to Saturday, uh, was trailing soldiers trading trailing tim all week long and then boom just like that flipped it on saturday was able to hold it on sunday came down to the wire anthony able to hold on to his lead as well over carter that one got close also but uh yeah so two week final started yesterday anthony taking on the daddy-o uh, yeah i think we can all agree Nobody wants Anthony to win again, so uh, we're all cheering for you, Daddy-O. Sorry, Anthony, but uh, Daddy-O's our guy. We're cheering for you. So baseball playoffs are rolling, and uh, yeah, so we'll keep you up to up to date with that throughout the week as we uh, finish up two of them, and then one will continue on for uh, another week after that. But let's get into the breakdown. So MSD, we're going to talk MSD today. Uh, I guess before we dive into it, I should should hit. I had two two drafts over the weekend. Uh, Megala Bowl did the Megala Bowl on Sunday afternoon. Pulled the uh, pulled the eleven slot in that one. Was not happy uh, in any way at all with the way that the draft came out. Not uh, not pleased with where I was at there. Then we turn around and our annual <clears throat> annual redraft league, the Mick League. Um, the only in-person draft uh, that I actually do anywhere, and uh, it's always fun. Always fun to get together, and uh, and 
fire through those rounds. Four hours, yeah, four hours, 16 rounds, 12 teams, uh, yeah. It didn't even seem like it was going slow. It felt like we were moving along at a pretty good pace, but uh, a four-hour draft and got, of course, pulled the 10 spot in that one. Uh, was feeling a lot of deja vu from the day before, uh, but no, no, much a much different draft. It went uh, far, far better, I felt, um, for me than the day before in the uh, Megala Bowl. So I'll, I'll, I'll hit all that later in the week. Uh, McLeague will get uh, its time here later in the week as I go over power rankings there, but uh, we're going to break it down today, starting with MSD. This is a uh, multi-sport dynasty league, but uh, just the, for, for football's sake, this is an IDP league, right? So not only do you have, it's a, it's sort of a, it's a super flex, okay? Let's call it what it is, a super flex, but um, the way the scoring is set up is not as favorable to quarterbacks as some super flexes are. So you can actually get away in, in this league with without starting two quarterbacks and and be pretty successful. Uh, so you got uh, the two. You got you got a quarterback. You got two running backs. You got three wide receivers. You got two flexes, and then a super flex. So you got the quarterback. The the final flex is quarterback, running back, wide receiver, tight end. So you can fit anybody in there. Then you have on the defensive side. You got a defensive end. You've got a defensive tackle. You've got uh, three three linebackers, two safeties, a cornerback. And you've got uh, you know a flex there, a flex that uh, often, more often than not, becomes an extra linebacker in there. So uh, lots of things to factor in uh, to these rankings, and there it's it's a little messy. I'm going to tell you um, as I break these down. I use uh, Fantasy Pros, the Power Rankings, and there's some other tools within that app uh, to give us uh, kind of a. a a little better breakdown uh, by position, um, by ranking. Uh, it's, it's, there's going to be a lot of numbers. I'm going to throw a lot of numbers at you here. So I'll try to explain as much of it as I can and then uh, give you the power rankings and then give you kind of where I uh, where I fall and how I whether I agree or disagree with how the power rankings break down. So we'll start out at number 12. Number 12, there's very little, very little controversy around where this one comes in it's yk he has um um yeah he's got so so they rank these in in fantasy pros 1 to 12 right in a 12 team league by uh by position okay now keep in mind that it doesn't as i looked at at it more closely it doesn't make all the sense in the world but it does give you kind of an idea. So, 1 to 12 uh, positional rankings throughout your roster. So, uh, it looks like you have 11, 12, 13, 15, 16, 17, 17 positions uh, that you are basing this on. So, uh, YK, YK's mess of a team has 11, 11 positions that qualify as a 12. Okay. He is the worst at that position at 11 different positions uh, throughout the league. And there's, there's nobody close to this. He's got two more categories, two more positions that he is 11th best 
right? So that's 13 out of the 17 uh, he is either 11th or 12th in. He's got two 8th place categories. He's got one 6th place category, and he's got one 3rd place, right? And that's defensive, <laughs> defensive back, right? And uh, for those of us that understand uh, IDP, uh, defensive back is one of the most volatile positions and one of the easiest positions to be able to pick up somebody on the waiver wire and just plug and play. Basically, you're hoping for an interception every single week. And if you could do that, uh, you would have you would have quite a quite a guy at that position. But what you really are looking for at the defensive back position is you're looking for somebody that is just good enough to stay on the field but really not very good. You got to have the guy on the field. You got to he's got to be out there. He's got to be making plays. He's got to be uh, part of the action, right? But he's got to be bad because you want your defensive back to be somebody that gets picked on constantly because what does he get? He gets opportunity. He gets opportunities to make tackles. He gets opportunities to get past defenses and he also gets opportunities to uh, you know luck into an interception. But again, if he's too good, nobody throws at him and then, you know, you're out of luck. That guy gets no work at all, he gets no tackles, no whatever. So in many cases your best cornerbacks are your worst cornerbacks when it comes to um, when it comes to IDP and uh, maximizing this position. So he must have a decent guy in there, uh, good enough to make him third overall. So YK, he comes in at 12, right? You look at the strengths of his team. I like David Njoku. I like, uh, I like Pickens. Aaron Rodgers could have a good... Uh, a decent season as a quarterback, right? Those are the three guys, <clears throat> three guys I look to. He's got a couple defensive guys, but overall, uh, this is the clear, the clear number 12 team uh, in the league, and it shouldn't, it shouldn't be close. Shouldn't be close. All right, so then we get to number 11. Number 11, uh, again, not a surprise here. Uh, Stinky comes in at number 11, and again, uh, Fantasy Pros also breaks this down by on a point scale, right? The number one team being 100 points and uh, the number 12 team being whatever, you know, however far. Well, YK was a 34. That's how far away he is from 100. That's how bad, how bad that team is. Stinky's a little bit better. He comes in at 46, right? So he's got five positions where he comes in at number 12 overall. Worst, worst at that position. He's got four more. Uh, that he's the 11th worst. He's got two more that he's 10th, three more that he's 9th worst, one more, one category 7th, one category 6th, and his best category <laughs> is safety. Again, another position where you can freely grab guys on the waiver wire after week one and enhance your team. So he has got, and that's, he's fourth best, fourth best in that category. So overall, he doesn't have as many 12s, but this is not. This is not a good team. That's not a team you're afraid of. Ramondre Stevenson, one of the highlights, who is on the trade block, by the way. He's trying to he's trying to move Ramondre for maybe a wide receiver or some baseball or some basketball, something in there. Uh, he is available. Uh, Javante Williams, he also has. We'll see how well he can come back from injury this year. Uh, this is still still a roster that is under construction. Um, is, in my opinion, a, a long ways away from competing still. Still, so number 11. Number 10, coming into the power rankings, number 10 is Tang. He comes in at 68, so a big jump. 
We've gone 34 to 46, up to 68. So he's at least in the conversation for somebody that could, you know, have a shot maybe at the playoffs. He has five, again, five uh, that fall into the five, five positions that fall into the worst in the league. You got two in at the 11th worst, four in the 10th category. You've got one, he's got one ninth best or worst, two eighth best or worst, one sixth, one fifth, and he's got one. Overall, number one, of course, he has Justin Jefferson on his team, so that gives him the number one overall uh, preseason-ranked wide receiver. So that gives him a one in the wide receiver one category. Again, uh, he's got some running back potential on this squad. He's got, of course, Justin Jefferson. His weaknesses, though, he's are at quarterback. I think Kirk Cousins is pretty much all he's got. And uh, the tight end position, he's pretty weak. Also at the tight end position, I believe Irv Smith is uh, the guy he's looking to there. So coming in at number nine, swift kick in the head, old Barry uh, comes in at nine. He is at 76 points, right? 76 out of 100. So going from 34 to 46 to 68 to 76. Moving in there, uh, he has three 12s, two 11s, two 10s, two 9s, a 7, a 6, a 5, a 4. Two threes, uh, one two, and one one. He's got a very highly ranked linebacker somewhere on that roster. So if you look at uh, strengths, he has uh, he, he's very good at quarterback. He's got he's got a number one QB. Uh, weaknesses though, he just doesn't have doesn't have the studs at wide receiver. He needs some more running back consistency. Uh, he's going to need to do some work get a little lucky, have some guys hit in order to uh, push his way out of the number nine slot at 76 points. Moving on to number eight, Canada two. This is Mark and Liam. They come into 82 points, uh, three 12s, a 10, a nine, five eights, a seven, a six, a five, a four, a two, and two ones. Running back and defensive tackle. So he's got... Uh, Couple, couple decent guys there. Uh, defensive tackle, I believe he has. Uh, oh, you know, you know what's his name from the Rams. Um, you know, defensive tackle stud. It's hard to find a good consistent defensive tackle when it comes to IDP because again, defensive tackles they're not going to be your leading tackle guys. Uh, they're not going to be your leading sack guys. So you're really just looking, hoping, hoping against hope. Uh, your defensive tackle can fall on the quarterback once a week and put you in that 15-point range or somewhere in there at, with any kind of consistency at all. So uh, swift kick in the head, um, yeah, comes in at number nine at 76 points. Oh, sorry, no, I'm I'm jumping, jumping, uh, jumping around here. It was Canada too. We were talking Mark and Liam. Uh, the strengths, their strengths are at quarterback for sure. Um, their weaknesses are in running back and wide receiver depth. What running back and wide receiver depth uh, is where they are struggling and need to gain some consistency. Uh, number seven, coming in at number seven is Mullen. Mullen is at 84, so he's just, just slightly ahead, and we're getting close. This is a six-playoff team league, right? So we're getting close to that, right on the edge of the playoff, guys. Uh, he's got, Mullen's got five 12s. He's got an eight, a seven. He's got four sixes, two fives, two fours, a three, and a one. 
He's got uh, Nick Bosa there at defensive end um, as his uh, number one overall guy. Uh, let's see, looking at Mullen's strengths, he's got good quarterbacks, he's got good wide receivers. Uh, his weakness falls in the running back category for sure. Coming in at number six, number six at 87 points. Working our way up, this would be our first first playoff team, and that's Trey, Team Trey. Only two 12s, right? He's got a 10, an 8, a 7, two 6s, five 4s, two 3s, a, t a 2 and two ones, right? Safety and linebacker. He's like linebacker you. This guy uh, swoops up every good defensive guy. He is first to the waivers, quickest to the waivers, makes good pickups on defense, really understands that side of the ball in terms of building a roster. He'll be looking, you know, he's good at the top at quarterback. Um, Good. He's got a lot of running back depth. He's got a top-end quarterback, like I say, Lamar Jackson is going to have a, a, an amazing year. His defense is always, always top-notch. Weaknesses going to fall with tight end depth. I believe Goddard's pretty much all he's got, and he needs he needs some wide receiver studs, right? He's got some decent wide receivers, but he doesn't really have any of those big name guys. So. Uh, Trey right there on the edge of the playoffs should be able to get himself in there uh, as a playoff team this year. Only one point ahead of him. Number five is, yeah, way out west. West has three twelves, two nines, an eight, a seven, two sixes, three fives, a three, three twos, and a one. Uh, the strength of his roster, of course, is in his wide receiver, wide receiver core, right? Cooper Cup, Tyreek Hill. Debo Samuel, uh, really strong across the front there. Uh, also has good quarterback depth. Tight end, uh, you know, solid at tight end, and his weakness uh, weaknesses would be at running back. Definitely needs to add something to that running back core uh, to push himself into that upper echelon, um, into the 90s, as we'd say. He's at 88, right on the edge. Coming in at 93, number four overall in the power rankings is Team Snyder. He's only got two 12s. He's got two 11s, a 10, a 9, an 8, a 7, a 6, two 5s, two 3s, three 2s, and a 1. Uh, that 1 being at cornerback. Again, that's a very, very volatile, volatile, I'm just sorry, reading reading messages that are coming across the, across the wire here. Um, Volatile at the uh, uh, that cornerback position. So uh, Snyder's strengths, of course, quarterback depth. He's got running back depth. Uh, his weaknesses uh, would would include proven wide receiver ones, right? Those top top end wide receivers. And he's a little bit light in the tight end position. Uh, did draft Dalton Kincaid, I think, but uh, to expect much out of a rookie tight end is a little dangerous. Coming in at number three, yours truly. Jumping uh, higher into the 90s, right? So uh, Snyder was 93, which is pretty pretty close to the top there. I'm at a 95. Coming in at 95 here, uh, I've got three 12s, an 11, two 9s, a 7, a 6, a 5, two 4s, three 3s, one 2, and one 1. I've got uh, uh, running back. I'm really, really strong at the running back position. A uh, lot of depth there. Very strong at the tight end with a lot of depth. I got uh, a lot of wide receiver depth. Not um, well, Stephen Diggs. Uh, that it's safe to say he's an absolute stud. Uh, so I do have some some studs at the top there. Defense is always going to be strong. Uh, again, 
spend a lot of time researching and digging through uh, looking for those those hidden gems on the defensive side of the ball, which you have to do in IDP. Uh, weakness, of course. My weakness would be at the quarterback position. I, I run Tua out there as my main starter. And a little Ryan Tannehill when I need to. Probably won't play him in the Superflex very often because I have so much depth at the running back position. I'll, I'll be probably running... Uh, four to five running backs a week out there in my in my uh, in my roster. So coming in number three, 95 points. Number two, only one point ahead, 96 points. 96 points is Team Canada. Yep, that's uh, Sean and Dylan. Team Canada one, as we'd call them. They have four twelves, one ten, one eight, three sevens, two fives, one four, one three, two twos, and two ones. Uh, if you look at theirs, and, and I'm gonna I'm gonna pull this up. They, they have absolutely owned the drafts over the last couple of years, um, and yeah. So it's not not really fair when you look at their wide receivers. And I'm gonna get to them here in just a second. So if you look at Canada's strengths, quarterback is a strength for them. Wide receiver is ridiculous. Uh, they have unbelievable depth. Uh, they do have. They are a little weak. They should probably take a little bit of the depth at other positions and look to make deals where they could get uh, some more running back depth, maybe tight end depth, uh, and of course, the amount of work that they're willing to put in on the defensive side of the ball is going to make a big difference. But just just listen to this. This is, and I didn't even realize this. It kind of snuck up on me a little bit. Um, the the wide receivers that these guys have in a dynasty league is scary. So it starts at the top. Jamar Chase, C.D. Lamb, Garrett Wilson, Drake London. Let's go into the... And that's just the guys in their starting lineup. Now let's get into their bench. Jordan Addison, Jahan Dotson, T. Higgins, Quinton Johnston, Elijah Moore, Sky Moore, Racy Rice... Uh, anybody on? Do they have anybody on the on the IR now? I mean, that is a uh, murderer's row of wide receivers and unbelievable depth at that position. They should use a little bit of that maybe and make some deals uh, to to shore up some of those other positions, and they could maybe jump four points up to our number one number one in the power rankings at 100 points joe mixon's fight club that's right j lev defending champion defending champion he's got three twelves a ten two nines a seven a five a four two threes three twos and three ones yeah so overall very strong team his strengths include tight end running back wide receiver depth his defense again here's another guy that uh, understands IDP and how to find the guys you need to fill out that side of the roster. Uh, there, there are points to be had on the defensive side, and he does it year in and year out. Uh, weakness would be quarterback depth. He does have Jalen Hurts, though, at the top, so um, as long as he stays healthy, he should be just, just fine there. Now, uh, one thing that... So, so those are the power rankings, right? That's how that's how they've got it out. But I don't have I don't have it quite the same. Got a little different feel on it. I don't think that JLev is going to repeat only because we have never had a repeat champion in NFL 
it hasn't happened. Don't we've we've had repeat champions in baseball, had one in basketball. Um, don't think we've had repeat champions in hockey. But um, yeah, it's just very, 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 very hard to pull off in football. There's so much luck, so much injury factor that uh, plays into it that I just don't see it happening again. So sorry, JLev, not gonna finish first this year. Um, there's no reason why Canada shouldn't Canada one shouldn't finish number one overall but I, I'm, I tell you you can only fit so many wide receivers into your lineup and uh, they could use help at a couple other positions that could really shore things up and make them the number one overall they are the number one dynasty roster obviously with the youth and the depth they have but um, you know you got to play this thing you got to play these dynasties out one year at a time and uh, you know you're only as good as uh, this year so you know if you want to get to that championship you got to uh, you, you're gonna have to make some moves I think uh, which they you know they like to do they like to make moves so uh, Snyder and, and my myself I you know I like in those three four spots um, Mullen is my kind of my dark horse here he's on the outside looking into the playoffs but I feel like uh, he might find his way in He's got the roster, I believe, to do it. Just a matter of uh, whether they can put it all together. Uh, not any big surprises at the bottom. I think it's going to be YK pretty pretty solidly in that 12 spot. Stinky will do just enough to get out of the cellar. Uh, Tang wants to make the moves, but uh, you know he's going to need to make quite a, quite a few of them to make the jump he will need to uh, make to get ahead of Barry at 9. Canada, Canada 2 firmly in at number eight uh, so it's going to come down to Mullen, Trey and West battling out for the those two out of those three or, well the three of them will be battling for two playoff spots up there in the seven six five um, in that in that range so that's where I've got the MSD league uh, take it all in guys do what you need to do to make your rosters uh, ready to go for the regular season because it's on us man we are two days out two days out tomorrow kfl day that's right gonna break down uh the 10 league 10 team dynasty league uh of the k that is the kfl uh lots of fireworks there i'm sure everybody is uh waiting with bated breath to see who i've got finishing in the top top parts of that league so uh and then we'll uh get into insane on thursday do some uh, little quick preview of uh the thursday night game and i'll uh i'll hit the uh, mcleague as well redraft and go over that uh some power rankings in there as well so yeah get busy we got two days two days to get ready uh lots of uh, little injuries to keep an eye on see who's gonna be in who's gonna be out uh, keep an eye now. It becomes important to watch those, uh, watch the practice lists and he, see who's practicing, who's not, so you know uh, who's going to be playing and who isn't. All right, that's it. Get out of here. That's uh, too much time for a short podcast. Uh, I've gone on and on and on. I got to get to work. I've got kids. Yeah, first day of school today. Always exciting. Always a little bit nervous. You, you know, you never know what's going to walk through that door. Um, come nine o'clock so i gotta be ready for it gotta get get my game face on all right everybody have a great great tuesday let's get this week off to a good start for the fantasy blink i am the commission i am out of here